And you can turn me to Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 through 13. Matthew chapter 6, verse 7 through 13. Uh, I'll be reading from the NIV version. Okay, here we go. Verse 7 reads, And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. If I had to choose a topic or I had to speak from a subject on today, I believe it would be this, that prayer makes the difference. I don't know if you're in your, in your couch, in your room, tap your neighbor and say, prayer makes the difference. I don't know if you got to call somebody or text somebody or FaceTime somebody. Just tell, tell somebody that prayer makes the difference. All right, let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for this day, God. You are a good, good father, God. We bless your name, God. You are holy, God, and you are good, God. I pray, God, that as I speak, God, be you, that you that use me as a vessel, God, for your word, God. Use me, Father God. I submit under your authority, Father God. Have your way in my life, God. Have your way on this Sunday, God. We submit to you, God. We give you the glory. We give God, we God, we give you the honor, God. We give you the praise, God. You are good, God. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you, God, for keeping us keeping us. From, from um, keeping us from harm. Thank you, God, for keeping us from danger, God. Thank you, God, for protecting us and bringing us through another week, God. We give you the glory. We give you the prayer, the praise, God. And right now, God, let's understand what it means to have a prayer life with you, God. We bless you. We honor your name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm so excited today because today we are talking about a special, special topic. A topic that I think as Christians and believers that we need to, to know. A topic that we can always grow, grow further in or grow, grow more in. Today, we are talking about prayer. That's right, prayer. You might be asking yourself, I need guidance. I need to know what to do. I want to see lives change. I want to literally pray for a thing and see it come to pass. I want to pray with Power. Does anybody want to pray with power on the other end of the phone? Do you want to pray with power? Do you want to pray and you see something come to pass? Do you want to pray and you see lives change? Do you want to pray and you see yourself making a difference in the place? I want to know how many people on the other end of this phone or on the other end of this screen want to make a difference with their prayers. Praying makes the difference. Now, the simple defin definition for prayer this morning is simple. Prayer is simply talking to God. Prayer is simply communicating with the Lord. That is what prayer is, communicating with God. I think we all want to communicate. I think we all have time that we want to communicate and, and, and talk and, and, and talk to the Lord. So I think this is, what, this is what I'm talking about right now. That is why we have to understand that there is power in prayer. I believe, I believe if we pray more, we will see clarity. I believe if we pray more, we'll be more equipped for some situations. I believe if we pray more that we could go further than we are right now. But I believe that there's power in the position, in the area, in the space and place of where prayer is manifested. Prayer is our connection to God. And if we refuse to pray, if, we, if you refuse to pray, then how in the world are you connected with God? 
I think God is telling, God wants us to pray to him constantly, pray without ceasing, talk to him daily, talk to him nightly, every day, every hour, every second. We have to understand that we have to pray because prayer is important. How many know that prayer is important? I think, when I think of prayer, I think of a car. You're probably like, Randall, what? You think of a car when you think of prayer? Yeah, I think of a car. Like right now, I can go outside and I can get in my car and I can turn the wind, the, the um, I could turn the steering wheel, I could roll down the windows, I might can lean back in my seat, I might can turn the radio up, I might can I can do a lot of things in my car. I I can like I said, I can turn the radio up, I can lean back and you know, you know, I can lean like I lean back and look out the window. But in order for me to get from point A to point B, in order for me to move my car from where it's at to another position, in order for me to go to the grocery store, in order for me to go to Walmart, in order for me to go get some ice cream from Cold Stone or, or Brewster's or, or get some donuts from Krispy Kreme, I have to get some gas in my car. I can't go anywhere without gas in my car. I got to I gotta fill up. I got to put something in my tank because if I don't put anything in my tank, then my car will stay right there in the place that it's at. It's going to stay stagnant. It's going to stay stuck. But until, somebody going to get this in a minute, but until I go to an Exxon or go to a Sheets or go to a, to a gas station or go to a, um, the Shell gas station, until I go there and put some gas in my tank, that is when I'm able to go. Until I'm able to get some gas inside my tank and until I get some fuel on top of my tank, that is when I'm able to move my car from where it's at to where it needs to be at. And similar to our prayer lives, in order for us to move further to God's will, in order, in order for us to move further to what God wants us to be at, we have to have to have a prayer life. We have to have some gas in our tank. And your gasoline is prayer. Your gasoline is prayer. How I wake up in prayer. I go to sleep in prayer. I need to move in prayer. And when I when I go, when I walk at my job, I'm praying. When I walk in, when I walk to my to, to my um to go outside, I'm praying because prayer is your weapon. Prayer is how you're going to fight in this season. Prayer is what you need. Prayer makes the difference. I need somebody who knows that prayer makes the difference. If I pray, I know I can move faster. And if I pray, I know I can go further. If I pray, I know that things can change because I know that the Lord hears me. Prayer, whew, come on, somebody, makes the difference. Prayer makes the difference. In our case, when we don't pray, we leave ourselves empty and feeling stuck because we haven't took the necessary steps to go get what we need and talk to God. That is the key, talking to God. That's what we need. We need, in order for us to move where we, where, from where we're at, we need to communicate with God. Don't you communicate with your, with your family and your friends? Don't you, how, how about you communicate with the one who created the, who created the, the whole earth? How about you communicate, communicate the one who created you? That is who we, need, who we need to pray to. That is who we need, we need to speak to. We need to speak to the Lord. You're probably saying, okay, Randall, I hear what you're saying. That sounds very great. I hear you. But how can I pray effective, strong, and powerful prayers? I don't know if you asked that, but hopefully you did. But if not, like I said, how can I pray effective, strong, and powerful prayers? God wants us to pray. If we look in at our scriptures for this morning, if we look at the text for this morning, 
If we look at the word of God for that morning, Jesus is in telling us about prayer. He is telling us, he is telling us about prayer. And we are going to follow his instruction for this morning and see what Jesus says about prayer. I think you want to know how to pray. We should go to Jesus who knows how to pray. He can teach us how to pray. So we're going to go to Jesus. We're going to ask, we're going to go look at the scriptures and see what Jesus says about praying. So verse seven says this in our, in our scripture. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they would bail be heard because of, the, of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need. Somebody say, your father knows what you need. Before you ask him, if I, my first point for this morning is this. We have provision in prayer. Come on. We have provision in prayer. What do you mean we have provision in prayer, Randall? Have you ever went to pray to the Lord? Or you like you had a rough day, you had a, a rough night, you had a rough week, and you wanted to go pray to God, but you didn't even know what to say. You didn't know how to articulate it. You didn't know how to write it down. You were stressed out. You had a lot of things going on. Can I submit to you today and tell you that the Lord already knew what you needed before you asked him, but he was such a loving father that he cares for you and that he, that he loves you and he'll meet you where you at. And even although he already know what you need, although he already know what's, what's concerning about you, he loves you and he wants to speak to you directly. Directly. He wants to hear your voice. He wants to know what's going on. He all like he like I said, he already knows what's going on in your life, but he loves you so much that he wants that connection with you. He wants you to tell him what is going on in your life so he can so he can make you better in the situation. I don't know about you, but I love that God knows about me. God cares about me. God, even though he even though he already knows what I need, he still says, I want to talk to you. I want a relationship with you. Even though I, I know what, what the what, what you're gonna say, I, I he still wants to, he still wants that relationship with you. So I want to encourage you to get in prayer and remember that God God already knows what's going on. So if you that, if you can't figure out what words to say or you like stumbling over words, you don't know what to do, remember God knows and God cares. Get out what you can, get out what you can say, but God knows the rest. God gives us provision and prayer. And you're probably saying, how? Because God understands. Oh, you say, God, I say, yes, God understands. Oh, you don't believe me? Let me give you a scripture for that one. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Oh, I love the word of God. It says, this high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. Come on, that's good right there. A God that understands our weaknesses, understands when I get lonely, understands when it, it gets tough, understands when I don't got no money in the bank, understands when things are, are, are hard and are hard pressed. God understands what happens to you. He cares about you. It says he understands our weaknesses. For he faced all of the same testing, testing we do Yet he did not sin. God understands what you're going through. That's what I want to tell you today. God understands what you're going through. So when you go to him in prayer, you say, Lord, you are in the, you already know what I'm you already know what I'm going through. You already know what's going on in my life. And God understands it. So have that conversation with him because God loves you and God knows every single thing about you. Just trust him. Like I said, although he knows what you need. He loves you so much that he wants an actual relationship with you and he wants to spend time with you. So our next verse says this, y'all. It says, our Father in heaven. Whew, that's good. 
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Second point, y'all. Watch this. Identify who God is in your life. Identify who God is in your life. There is, I want to tell somebody that there is power in the name of God. There is power in his name. There is goodness in his name. There is peace in his name. There is love in his name. And I want to tell somebody on today, please, that identify who God is in your life. The first says, our Father in heaven, how be your name. This is the part of where we begin to worship him. Worship him. You say, thank you, Lord. God, you're good. God, not just for what you do, but for who you are in my life. Not just for all the things you're going to give me, God, but for who you are. You are good. You are holy. This is the part of prayer that we worship him. It says, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. This is a part of the prayer where you begin to bless God for who he is. God, you're great. God, you're wonderful. You are good to me. Like I said previously, you have to identify who he is in your life. If he's a way maker in your life, he says, Lord, you're my way maker. I bless you right now. I thank you, for God, for being a way maker in my life. You need a healer right now. You, you, might, be, you, you might be sick sick or something. I need mean, you to say, God, you're my healer, God. I believe, God, that you're going to heal me, God. I believe that things will break off, God. I believe that, God, that you will do a mighty thing and a mighty way and a will and a, a power and a thing in my life right now. That is how we pray. We address him for who he is. God, he will deliver. He's your provider. You're good. You're, you're patient with me. You're love. That's how we identify who God is because we know that he has all power. He has all power in his hands. So when we go to him, we know God. We, we begin to change our language because we know who we're talking to now. We're not just talking to some average Joe. We're not talking to somebody on the street. We're not talking to somebody who's just walking by. But we're talking to the almighty God. So when we talk to the almighty God, our language begins to change. I don't walk with my head down in the press. I don't walk down the dump because I, well, I'm now talking to somebody who can change my situation. Now I'm talking to the one that can change my situation, can change my circumstance. Now my language begins to change. I address God for who he is in my life. Once, like I said, once you identify, identify who God is in your life, you begin to change your language. You say, Lord, you are good. Lord, you're my strong tower. Lord, you're my healer. Lord, you're my keeper. God, great is your name. Great are you. Great are you, Lord. You identify for what? What, what do you mean God for? You, you, like I said, you, you, you need, you're sick. I, I need God to be a healer. If, if, you need, if you don't have any money, I need God to be a provider. But that is what you do. You have to identify who God is in your life. Have you ever went to a restaurant? And they gave you a meal that that is not that's not that good, <laughs> or or you went to um uh have you ever been to like a um, a store or something and like something messed up on um at, at the counter at the counter and the police said well there's not not really much I can do right now for you I'm I'm sorry like there's not that's much I can do but but you begin to say hmm well do you have a manager I can speak to because you know it's not gonna get very far talking to talking to the um the employee the the, the regular store store associate. But you got to talk to somebody who has some power. So you go to the manager and say, hey, manager, hey, things are looking good for me. I need a refund. I need the thing to be returned. I need, I need this, this thing to be taken back. I don't know if you were the, I don't know if you went to a restaurant your food wasn't good. You had to call the manager. You didn't ask for the waiter. You said, can I get the manager? Can I get the general manager to, take my, to look at my food? Can I get a gift card? Can I eat free next time? Can I get my money back because my food is not good? The waiter couldn't fix, couldn't fix my problem, but the general manager had, had higher authority. He has power to change my 
my situation. So I asked for the general manager. I said, my language begins to change because I'm talking to somebody else who has power. And when I'm talking about prayer, when we identify who God is, you have to know who you're talking to. You're talking to the one that can change your life. You're talking to the one that, that has power in his hand. I don't talk with I don't talk with defeat. I talk with confidence when I come to Jesus Christ because he has the power that I need. Come on. He had the power that I need. Woo! Verse 10 says this, y'all. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This brings me to my next point, y'all. We pray. When we pray, when we go to God, we pray his will. We pray his will. We pray his will. And it says, your kingdom come, your will be done. That's good right there, y'all. Do you know what that means? When we say, your kingdom come, your will be done. We are praying, Lord, we want your kingdom to come down here on earth. The kingdom that you have, let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. What do we know with what, we, what do we know is in the kingdom? We know there's peace in the kingdom. We know there's love in the kingdom. We know there's joy in the kingdom. That is what that that was what's in the kingdom of God. And we pray your kingdom come, your will be done. We're saying, let your kingdom come. If there's peace in heaven, let that be some peace on earth. If there's some joy in heaven, let be let that be some joy on earth. If there's some goodness in heaven, let there be some goodness on earth. Let your kingdom come down here because that is what we need. We need the kingdom of God to come down here in the earthly spaces because we know where, where the kingdom is at. That's where God is at. And we need that. We need God's kingdom to come down. Pray his will. We want God's kingdom come. Your will be done. Not my will, not their will, but God, your will has to be done in my life. Your will has to be done. Thy kingdom come means this, y'all. We are asking the Heavenly Father, the Father to help us in our own life to be faithful, obedient, authentic, and effective Christians. When we, when we spread God's kingdom, not only with words, but also through our actions and our qualities of character. That's what we mean when we said, your kingdom come and your will be done. Now, to know his will, now we say pray, we said pray his will. Okay, but how do I know his will? To know his will, you have to know his word. To know his will, like I said, you have to know his word. Because when you don't know his word, you can't, you can be in the prayer stuff that's not in his will. So that's why you have to get into the word of God so you can pray the will of God. And once you get to the word and see, okay, this is what God wants for me, I'm about to pray that thing. When, when, you, when, you, when you get in the word of God, when you get in the word of God, say, okay, this is what God wants for my life, I'm about to pray it. Because I can pray what the will of God is. The will of God, I can pray the will of God and the word of God matches up. That is what you have to pray, the will of God. If you don't believe me, look at verse um, John chapter 7, verse, chapter 7, 7, verse 15. It reads like this. It says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Y'all, did y'all hear that? It says, ask whatever, whatever you wish and it'll be done for you. Everything you wish, it'll be done for you. But let's look at the, let's look at the beginning of that verse though. It says, if, if, watch that if y'all, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever. First, we have to remain in his 
word. We, if you, if you remain in me, so we have to remain in His word. That's how we can ask for whatever we want. Cause you have, to, you have to ask what God's will is. Once your will matches up, once His, once His will matches up with your life, then you can start praying for things, Lord. I, I, if, if it's in your will that this Lord, this lady is healed, that that lady will be healed because it's in the will of God. So when you pray it, it's gonna come just like that because it's. If God will that 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 person be healed, that's why I'm saying God that in order for us to ask, um, when we pray His will, we have to know His word, and once we know His word, we can pray His will. Come on. At the end of the day, God knows what is best for me and for us, and that is that, and that is His will is set forth. That's when you get into your Bible and you see that. That's why you have to get into your Bible and see what God's will is for your life. You can begin to say to the Lord, you, when you pray, you say, Lord, not my will. Let your will be done. I pray when I walk outside, God, not my will, but your will be done. On my job, not my will, Lord, but your will be done. When I, when I get in my car, God, not my will, God, your will be done. When I make a business move, not my will, God, but your will be done. When I go to the gym, not my will, God, your will be done. When I make my financial decision, not my will, God, but your will be done. Because, God, you know me better than I even know myself, God. So if you say your will, then it's your way. It's your way, Lord, or the highway. It's your way or no way, God. I want to follow your way because your will is the best plan for my life. So, Randall, what you, you, you're sounding really good about God's will. I know because God's will is good for you. Let me just read you some scriptures about God's will for us. Come on. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says this, y'all. I know y'all familiar. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Woo! That's in his will, y'all. Plans, come on. I have plans for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me and seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you declares the Lord. That's good right there, y'all. That is literally the will of God. God wants he plans to prosper me and not to harm me. Prosper me and not to harm me is, is the will of God according to Jeremiah 29 and 11. So why, that's why I pray the will of God. I can say in the morning, Lord, you said, you, Lord, in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to profit me. That's why I say when I speak, when I pray, when I go to prayer, I attach the scripture along with my prayer. I say, Lord, you said this in your word. Lord, you said that you would do this. Lord, you said that you would that you'll, 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 you'll do this according to the scripture that you have. This is how you pray the will of God. John 3, 16 says this. For God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall, shall not perish, but have eternal life. Come on, somebody. That's praying God's will. And when I, when I pray, I say, hey, Lord, I, there's some people that, that aren't saved yet. There's some people that, have, that haven't met you yet, God. And I pray, God, that they can, they can be directed in the path that you are taking them, God. I pray, God, that your will will be done in their lives. I pray, God, that you save them, God. I pray, God, that you help them, God. I pray, God, God, pray, God that you move them to where they need to be at, God. That is praying. We are praying God's will here. We're praying scripture. We look at scripture and we pray. We look at scripture and we pray because God's will is good. Romans 8, 8, says, and we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called 
according to his purpose. That is the will of God. Next thing we have is pray your needs. Verse 11 says this, y'all. Give us today our daily bread. This verse symbolizes we need to depend depend on God. I don't know what you need on today. I don't know what things have come against you. I don't know what circumstance you face on today. I don't know what things that are around you. I don't know what things that, that have you back up against the wall. But I, I'm here to tell you this, y'all, that you can pray your needs right now. Because the verse says, give us today our daily bread. This shows that we need dependence on the Lord. We need dependence on God. That we need, Lord, we need you. We need you every second. We need you every day, God. We need you. I, I, I got something that I got going on. I need you, Father God. This is what it means to pray our needs. Pray what we need. Not what we want, but what we need. God, we need you to provide for us. We need you to, to help us with financial decisions. We need you to guide our family. We need you to be a way maker. To be a way maker. We need you to be a healer. We need you to be a keeper. We need you to be a provider. This is what we need. And God, please give us our daily bread. What is that? What is it that you need from the Lord? You might not. You might not say, "I need it, Lord." I you might not say, "Lord, uh, I want a big old house," or "Lord, I." Um, you might not say, "Lord, I need a big old house." You might say, "Lord, give me wisdom to manage my money well, so that I can go out and get a house that I desire." It might not be, "Lord, um, I need five Lamborghinis." Lord, give me the wisdom to manage my money well. Give me the wisdom to set aside money to give me the wisdom when I go to my job. Give me the wisdom to, to, use, to manage my money wisely so that I can go out and get a nice car or, or get a car or get, even get a regular car. Lord, just give me the wisdom. But I'm, what I want you to understand is that we have to be able to pray your needs. Whatever your needs is, make sure you pray your needs when you're talking and speaking to God. I remember, I remember actually... A few months ago, right? I was um my stomach was hurting, right? It was like it was like a beginning of the, of the pandemic. You know, this prayer this prayer works. It was the beginning of the pandemic, and my stomach was really hurting. So this thing it's this thing now called a teledoc. You have to like go on this like website and like it's a doctor over like virtually. They don't you don't go to office like you look at them. But y'all, they were taking way too long to get back to me about my stomach. My stomach was hurting, y'all. I know I know what to do. My stomach was really hurting. I, y'all, this is a true story. I'm not, not, not making this up. I literally laid my hands on my stomach and I, and I asked the Lord to heal my stomach, y'all. It, tell me, y'all, why my stomach started feeling, feeling better. That I'm telling you, I think, I think the Lord, the Lord healed me. I believe that, that the Lord healed me in that in that moment because God understood what my needs were. He said, "I said, Lord, my stomach was hurting because I don't know, I don't know if I ate something. I don't know what happened really, but I know my stomach was hurting, y'all." And but when I started praying for my stomach, and I, I started start feeling better. I didn't need, I didn't need to tell the doctor no more because I had the great physician heal me. I didn't need no doctor over virtual now. I didn't need no doctor from from I don't know where they're from, but I had the great physician heal me. But but it was the power of prayer. It was the power of me just laying my hands on my stomach and saying, Lord, just heal me. Lord, just, just deliver me. And I know that might be small for some people. That might be small for, for you. But for me, it was a big thing. And I want to encourage you. Your, yours might not be a stomach ache. Yours might be something else going on. But I just want to encourage you to pray. When you go to God in prayer, remember to pray your needs. Lord, I need something from you. Lord, you are good. Lord, you're my provider. Lord, you 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 got me. And I ask that you just deliver me. I ask that you, you keep me, God. I ask that right now, God, that you bless me, God. Whatever it is that thing is that you need God to do for you. Pray your needs. Pray your needs. 
Verse 12 says this, y'all. And forgive us our debt as we also have forgiven our debtors. This is where forgiveness takes place. This is where forgiveness takes place, y'all. Forgiveness takes place in prayer. Forgiveness takes um, place in prayer. God, we say, Lord, forgive for anything we did, anything we messed up, God, anything that we, if we sin, God, we ask God, you forgive us, God, and lead us to where we need to be at. This is where we, for, this is where we receive forgiveness for God, from God, and this is the place where we forgive others. And prayer is where you forgive others. Because how you're going to move on from your life is by forgiving others. You can't stay stuck in unforgiveness, but in prayer is, is the moment in time where you have to uh, have to learn how to forgive others so that you can move forward in your life. So in prayer, you receive forgiveness, and in prayer, you, you give forgiveness to other people. <clears throat> and what I realized about prayer, too, is sometimes, have you ever prayed for a thing and like nothing, like it didn't work. Like you pray for it, you pray for a thing, right? And the situation didn't change, right? Um, you might pray, you might have went inside of uh, um, your job, and you might have an employee who has a very bad attitude, or who, who who isn't very nice to you, or you might have a friend who isn't very nice. And you said you might pray, Lord, change it, Lord, can you just change your attitude? Can you just change how how they're how they're what they're doing to me? Can you just change what's going on? And and then you get to your job and or you get to wherever you're going to and the person still had that same attitude, still had that same train of, um, train of thought, still had that same mindset, still had that same thing, that same um, same thinking. But you realize even though they haven't changed, something has changed about you that even though the prayer might even though the prayer, even though the situation hasn't changed, I change. I have a little bit more patience now. Now I got some more strength now. I got I got some more peace now. Even though that situation didn't change, even though when I prayed that situation didn't change, I think something changed about me. I got confidence now. I'm good now. The situation only got to change, but I know that I changed, and now I'm changing for the better. I don't. I might not have. I might not have. Um. I'm the. I might not have the situation work perfectly out, perfectly out for me, but I know that I changed. I know that I'm better now. That is the power of prayer. Prayer changes things, but also prayer changes us. In my last verse, verse 13 says this, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Lord, we need you. We need you to guide us. We need you to protect us. We need you to lead us to green pastures and still waters. We all need guidance. We all need deliverance. There's something that we all are struggling with. And it's important that we ask God to guide us to green pastures and still waters. How we move forward is prayer. How we, how we do things better is prayer. How we, how we make a difference in the world is prayer. Prayer is just talking to God. You can pray in your car. You can pray when you wake up in the morning. You can pray going down the steps. You can pray on a treadmill. You can pray at work. It's a simple, Lord, you're good. I bless you right now. God, you are holy. Yes, you are, God. When I walk, you, this, this, I'm going to give you an example. God, when I walk, when I walk into this place, when I walk into work, I believe that God, that you're going to be there. 
that you're going to protect me, God. I believe that you're going to be my keeper, God. I believe that you are, you are able, God. I pray that people are delivered when I come into the, to this building. I pray that people are cha- lives are changed, God. I pray that people um, will come to you, Lord, when I, when I walk into the building. This is what prayer is. Prayer is not no one-time thing. Prayer is a consistent thing. Prayer is all day long. And it doesn't have to be a long prayer all day long. It can be simple. You can be in your car, Lord. You know, you know, I'm gonna go on this job with these folks, Lord. Help me to the the, the be patient. Help me to to um help me to not act crazy. Help me to be like be the way that you want me to be. This is what prayer is. It's, it's aligning yourself with God's will and God's way for your life. That is what is what prayer is, y'all. This is what we need. We need prayer, y'all. Prayer, constant communication with God. That's how we win. That's how we go forward. That's how we that's how we do the thing do the thing that God called out for us. We have to pray. How we know God's will? We pray and we know God's word. Y'all, we can watch a hundred sermons and go to six hundred Christian conferences, but it is not until you sit down, you set aside, you set aside some time and say, "Hey, you got to sit down." But not to you set aside, set aside some time and say, hey, I really need to pray. I really need to connect with God because God loves me. God wants to talk to me. God wants to hear from me. God wants to know about me. wants to know how my day went. Although he already know, already, although he already does know, he wants to know, he still wants to hear you. He still wants to hear your voice. And I think that that's the compassion of a father. You have family members, like there's some there's family, all my family, the family members I have, I want I like to hear their voice. I want, I want to sit down and talk to them. Even though they tell me the same story over and over and over and over again, that I already know the, the answer to the story, the, what the story going, what's going to happen in the story. I still value that time because I love them so much that it, like, oh, you tell me the story over and over again. This is how you come closer to God. It's not about some legalistic thing. It's about relationship. God wants to hear from you. God wants to talk to you. God wants to come in and invade your life and do a miracle and do a big work in your life. But you have you have to allow the open you have to open up and allow prayer to work in your life. What different would it be if you start praying more? What different would it be if you if, if you start if you start um getting into your word of God more? What different would my life be if I really start hearing what God says? And prayer is not just you talking all the time, talk you talking all the time, but prayer is a two-way street. It's a is a way, it's a communication and, and way God can speak to you as well. God can say, God can let you have some words and let you have let you have some wisdom so that you can move in and at your work that you say, Lord, you're right. You're right. I, sh- I shouldn't have the attitude. Lord, you're right. I-, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be acting that way. Lord, you're right. I should have some compassion. Lord, you're right. I need to have more faith. Lord, you're right. This is what this is what prayer is. It's communication. Just like you have your, with your mom, or your dad, or your sister or your brother. You have communication with them. You want to talk to them. You want to sit down and, and see what they have to say. And God wants to hear what you have to say. God wants to sit down. God, 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 well, God, well I'm saying God wants to talk to you. God wants to be there for you. And as I close, you know, I want to give you two things. I want to leave you with two things. What I realized in my life is that I think for me, as a hindrance for me, there's two things that, are, that that's a hindrance for me when I pray. And it's this. One is I lack consistency. And two is um, 
I lack, like, well, one is I lack consistency, right? <clears throat> and two is sometimes I lack belief. Sometimes I lack faith when I pray. No, think about it. Think about it, y'all. Let's be honest. Do you always believe all of your prayers? Because I think if we really believe in the, if we always believe in the power of prayer, we would pray more. What if I told you, or what if somebody told you, that if you go to a track and you run around the track, if you keep running around the track, you will receive a, a one million dollars on one of those, um, one of those laps around the track. He doesn't. He doesn't tell you how many laps you gotta run around, run around the track. But he tells you if you keep walking around this track, if you keep going around this track, you this running around this track, you will receive a million dollars, right? If you heard that, I don't know if I heard that. If somebody told me that if I, I'm gonna receive a million a million dollars by just walking around the track, I'm gonna keep walking around the track, right? I'm gonna keep walking. I'm gonna keep walking. I'm gonna keep walking. I'm gonna keep walking. And even though I don't know when the million a million dollars is gonna hit, I know that it's coming. So I so I stay consistent. And my question to you today is why why can we why is not we why are we not sometimes why are we not consistent a lot of times in prayer? Why sometimes that we, we pray for a thing, we pray, Lord, um, I want you to do this thing in my life, I want you to do that, but we stop right there. We we all, we say, Lord, I want you, I want you to do this this miracle in my life, but we pray one day. We legit we legit go say, Lord, I want you to um we we can say, Lord, people might say, Lord, I want you to um Give me wisdom with money. We pray. We pray one day and we gone. We pray one day and that's it. We pray one day and we forget all about it. And months go by. We're like, oh man, Lord. And we're still not doing money, but we're just saying we're not praying consistently. But what if we prayed every single day for, hey, Lord, give me wisdom with money. Lord, give me patience. Lord, protect my child. Lord, give them what they, Lord, give them what they need. Lord, what if we pray consistent prayers and we believe what we pray? If because I believe, I believe, I believe, if we really believe what we, what we pray all the time, we will, we will pray all the time. We'll pray like Lord, like we will pray in the car. We'll we'll pray all the time because we know that God will be God going to answer this. We know that God hears our prayer. But sometimes we get, I know for me, sometimes I get lax. Sometimes we get lax. We, we don't pray as much. But if we begin to pray consistently and keep on praying. Just think about what will happen in our lives. I want to read you a parable before I get out, before I get out of here about consistently praying. Luke chapter 18, verse 1 to 8 says this, y'all. Now he was telling them a parable to show them, to show that all at all times they ought to pray and not to lose heart. Saying this, in a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect men. There was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him saying, Give me legal protection from, from my opponent. For a while he was willing, for a while he, he was unwilling. But afterward he said to himself, even though, even though he didn't fear God or he didn't respect man, yet because the widow keep this widow bothers me, keep bothering me. I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, by continu- by continually coming, she will ne- she will wear me out. Y'all look at this. It says, I will give her legal protection protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. And the Lord said, hear what the unrighteous judge said. Now will not, now, will, will, will not, will not God bring about justice for the elect who cried in him day and night? And will he delay long over them? 
I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, he will find faith on the earth. That parable demonstrates that she had to pray a long she had to keep on going to the unrighteous judge. She keep going, and he got tired. He like, okay, okay, what, what do you want? What do you need? I'll just give it to you here, 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 here what you need. And I'm trying to encourage you, y'all, that if you're praying for something, for, for something specific or a healing or something like that, pray about it consistently. Pray about it every day. Pray about it with, 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 with energy. Pray about it with fire. Pray, pray, pray consistently. And don't lose heart. The word said, don't lose heart. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Consistency is key. We should be praying. We should be we should be praying without ceasing. Without we, we, we keep praying without ceasing. So when we drive our like I said, when we drive our car, we're praying. When we wake up in the morning, Lord, you're good. Thank you for today. Lord, this, when we say Lord, this food, Lord, this food looks good. Thank you, Jesus. It's constant. We're constant in communication. We should be in constant communication with God. On the couch, Lord, this couch is so comfortable. Thank you, Lord. For, for, providing me a seat. Lord, it's nice outside. Thank God. Thank you, God, for, for these trees. Like, it's just like, it's a constant, a constant prayer, a constant communication with God. I, I looked at the, I looked at the in, interview, and it said, a great apostle of faith in the first half of, of the 20th century asked, um, asked about prayer. Um, they said, Smith Wigglesworth, you're a man of faith and miracles. You've cast out um, demons and and you help raise people from the, oh yeah, you, you, you're a great man of miracle, faith and miracles. Tell us how long do you pray every day? Wait, what? He questioned, what, what? He, his question, his question, questionnaire examined. He said, I don't ever pray. I don't ever pray any longer than 20 minutes. The, the examiner said, the what? You never pray, you don't pray any longer than 20 minutes? Yes, but I never go 20 minutes without praying. Your prayer life is not measured in minutes, but prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is a constant two-way communication with God. Prayer is essential to living in freedom. Y'all hear that, y'all? Prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is something that is not just a, a one-way one street, but prayer is a two-way communication with God. That you can pray for hours, you can pray for a little bit, but you need to be praying consistently so that God can hear you and God can tell you what he has for you. And a lot of times we, when we don't pray, I'm a, I'm a, a lot of times we don't pray when we try to do it in our own way, we, we end up doing this, y'all. This. Y'all see, I'm trying to pop open this cap, right? I'm trying to open the, the I'm trying to open the, the leaf cap, right? I'm trying to open it, but, but I'm not doing it the, the correct way. That's why it's difficult for me to open the cap. It might come open, but it's going to be very, very difficult. But it's not until I look on the, at the instructions. And it says, if you just press down and pull up, then it will, it will, it will come up. So I was struggling at first trying to get it open. It might come up, you know, without doing that. But if I look at the direction, I can get, I can, I can get it up. I can get it up faster and quicker if I just, it says pull down. If I just pull down, it comes off just like that. And with prayer, we have to get into the word of God and get into the will of God. We, we've been trying to do that. We've been trying to do our own. Uh, we might be trying to do our own way for such a long time. And we're having a hard time trying to pull off the cap. And we just need to get in the word of God, look at the instructions, and it's able to come off just like that. 
So I want to encourage you, anybody that in that came today, to tell you that prayer makes the difference. That throughout this week, throughout this um, seven days, or throughout the rest of your life, I want to encourage you and tell you this: that you have to, you God wants to hear from you. I want you to start praying to God and saying, "Lord, you are good. This is, this is what you have for me, and I will follow in your way." If you need guidance. Pray about it. You know what to do? Pray about it. You stuck? Pray about it. You're, 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 um, you're hurt? Pray about it. You need somebody? You need? You just want some time, time to decompress? Pray about it. If you just don't know what job to choose, pray about it. Y'all, prayer is the answer. Prayer makes the difference. Thank you.